want to be empowered with the Holy Spirit? Are you in need of an uplifting message? It's time for today's Uplift, encouraging words and biblical truths to help you find freedom in the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good evening, everybody. This is Ian Thornton, and I am glad to introduce yet again Chad McLeese. Chad, it's great to have you with us, man. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Phil is working, and he is working hard. And um, so, Phil, we just want you to know that we're praying for you, man. you got a lot going on, but the Lord's going to bless you without question. And uh, we'll be able to share praises of what God's been doing. But um, sorry that Phil is not able to be with us tonight. So you are with Chad and I. I know you're thrilled, (laughs) (laughs) but that's great. We've got some really neat stuff that we're just going to share and talk about and get in conversation about tonight. And, um, but, uh, we're looking forward to it and, um, we're going to jump in with, um, first Kings chapter 17, 17 and 18, but, um, we're going to talk about something and we're kind of going to ease into this subject matter because oftentimes when, uh, the word patience is brought up, people are like, Oh, change dial. It must be something else. But it really is, what we're going to talk about tonight is, in the aspect of patience, is what goes on in the waiting. Mm -hmm. And what happens um, when the Lord is putting us in a position of patience, and and how we walk through that um, obediently, and how we walk through that faithfully. Um, We're going to talk some tonight also about some of the attacks that we face from the enemy in this, because patience itself being a fruit of the Spirit, isn't necessarily something that the enemy wants us to really grasp. Mm -hmm. Um, We've talked often about uh, patience being a weapon and how we can use that against the enemy. Uh, One of the things that the enemy just loves to do is to get us all in an uproar. Mm -hmm. Um, I use the the term and um, the analogy of... uh, Shaking our snow globe. Mm-hmm. Has that ever happened, Chad? Oh, uh, just a couple times. <laughs> really? Yeah, just a couple. <laughs> but it really, it's it at points really is like that, isn't it? It's like, it's like everything is settled and everything's going well, and you know you can see clearly mm-hmm. what's inside the snow globe, and then all of a sudden, yeah, the Swiss Alps. <laughs> Record snowfall, right? Right, and it is like somebody just grabs your whole life, yeah, shakes it around, and sits it down. And this swirling blizzard, blizzard, is is just around us, and yeah. and it it throws us into chaos mm-hmm. and and anxiousness and right. and worry and fear and all these things just kind of flurry around us. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the whole time, God is like, look, you know, just you just need to be still. Yeah, and. What happens when the snow globe is still? Right. Yeah, you get settled, peace, tranquility. I know, right? Mm-hmm. It it really is. And um, so, but we're going to talk a little bit tonight about about that and about those things, and really to put our lives. Um, some of us may be exactly at that point where there's just that blizzard that's flurrying around us. Um, but to really just take some time and and see what God wants for us in those times Mm -hmm. and um great example comes out of first kings chapter 17 and then on into 18 and elijah Mm -hmm. and um ultimately he ends up um on top of mount carmel Mm -hmm. and he is face to face with the enemy honestly Mm -hmm. um but there was a process that he went through to get there and this is something that um my wife julie and i have been reading and, and studying on um, and I have found it over the last several weeks to be 
to be uh, very applicable to my life. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's it's real personal at this point in time, and God is really teaching and sharing a lot with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just wanted to take a couple minutes and, and tonight and share it with you guys. And um, so we're going to take a look at um, Elijah as he um, goes before Ahab, and, and God tells him to let Ahab know that it's not going to rain mm-hmm. and for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And then God sends him to Cherith, which is a brook that is um, out in the wilderness area. And so he sits out of this brook, and ravens are sent in to feed him, um, who are at point scavengers. Mm-hmm. But they bring him bread, and they bring him stuff to eat. Um, but then he's to get his water from this brook. And I find it interesting that God will use us to do something to get other people's attention. Mm-hmm. And we are, quote unquote, caught in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And I find that really peculiar because you would think from, from a worldly um, viewpoint mm-hmm. that if I'm serving the Lord mm-hmm. and I'm doing what He wants me to do mm-hmm. and He wants to get other people's attention, mm-hmm. then... Why am I caught in that? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, people often think that just because they're doing the right thing, that things should go well. Right. God works in mysterious ways. He does. Yes. Yeah, he does. Yes. And it brings a um, a different perspective from the obedient servant is to also be the humble servant. Mm-hmm. And, well, God, shouldn't you be taking care of me through this? Mm-hmm. Or, I've done everything that you asked me to do. Why is life getting harder? Mm-hmm. And it's part of um, part of what we're going to get into as far as being patient. Right. So, so here's Elijah, and he's sitting by this brook, mm-hmm. water, which is the same thing that he told Ahab that there's no longer any more coming. So you can imagine what happens to the brook. Yeah. It starts to dry up. Right. But he's not told to do anything else. Mm-hmm. He's not told to go anywhere else. He's told to sit by the brook. Mm-hmm. And be obedient and be patient. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And it's one of those things to where I, at that point, being obedient and being patient, we're really challenged as people mm-hmm. um, because we're not, quote, unquote, doing anything. And that begins to be a point of attack from the enemy to go, well, why aren't you doing anything? Mm -hmm. You're not helping the situation any. Why aren't you doing something? Right. And from my perspective, it it turns out that that's really a lie because Mm -hmm. you are doing something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, yeah, you're you're practicing uh, obedience and patience, and you're preparing. Wow! Right, you're preparing in the spirit. We we are, mm-hmm. we are, and and it can be um, taxing and trying, mm-hmm. but it's a point where we're really having to almost flip the switch in our minds right. to go from okay, thinking of things naturally, mm-hmm. because you and I both know we can come up with a whole list of things that we can do mm-hmm. to solve this problem. Mm-hmm. 
Right. right. And most of them would be questionable or wrong. <laughs> right. Because yeah. we both know that because right. how many times have we done it? Right. You know, because you get to a point, humanly speaking, that you've got to put your hands to the task. Right. You see the issue in front of you and you've got to put your hands to the task. Right. But God is really wanting us to flip this switch in our minds to go from being thinking from from human a human perspective mm-hmm. to thinking from the mind of Christ right. spiritually. Mm-hmm. So we, we have these two worlds yeah. that we are living in and you have one foot in one and one foot in the other and God's like, look, in your patience and in your waiting, I really need you to be in this world over here. Mm-hmm. Because just like what you said, Chad, the training and the teaching and the preparing, mm-hmm. that is all learning and you're learning how to do those things right so getting back to the point of the patience um, and waiting is such a weapon mm-hmm. against the enemy because how how often have have we all been caught in situations to where you want something done mm-hmm. and you want it done now mm-hmm. or you want it done quickly or something's not moving fast enough so there's got to be something we can do to push this push- along <laughs> Push the rope. <laughs> Push the rope. And, you know, you're one of the first people I've ever heard use that phrase. Mm-hmm. But it is so true. Yeah. It is so true. Mm-hmm. And, and it, we want it done our way. We want it done our way. Not necessarily God's way. You know, God wants it his way. We want it our way. And how does that usually end up? <laughs> That's not good either. Right. Right. But, and it's neat, too, because we do it often enough, and then you surrender and submit Mm -hmm. to to what god is doing and how he Mm. wants to do it yeah and it really does as we watch those things work out Mm -hmm. and and oftentimes we're we're the type that you got to experience it right (laughs) good good or bad yeah sometimes bad (laughs) (laughs) but you've got to experience it but when you do it his way and you do experience that success Mm -hmm. with him then you realize that where I might be looking this far down the road, mm-hmm. he has already seen it. Infinitely. Exactly. Yes. And he's playing according to that outcome. Yes. And it, it always it does. It always ends up in, in working out so much better, not just for us, mm-hmm. but those people who are with us mm-hmm. and who he knows we are influencing mm-hmm. and so not only is he taking us further down the road mm-hmm. but he's taking everyone down a road down exactly. the road yes. right down the road down the for road. them mm-hmm. and and by following his lead then we know mm-hmm. that he has taken this person into consideration because he loves them that much right and he's taken this heart into consideration because he loves them that much right and so he's leading us down that down that path mm-hmm. so once our minds switch from going okay what do i need to do to get this situation moving mm-hmm. and submitting to him to go you know what god's going to take us down this road and i'm just going to take my hands off the wheel mm-hmm. and, and i'm just going to let him do that mm-hmm. that's what we're doing we're learning that patience right so <clears throat> the enemy who is poking us in the chest and going, man, what are you doing? Right. You know, you're not taking care of your family. You're not taking care of your spouse. You're not taking care of your mm-hmm. siblings, your 
you know, and the list can go on and right. on. You know, you're not taking care of your responsibilities at work. You know, and, and just the accusations that can come piling in on us. Mm -hmm. It goes from that to here's what I am doing. Right. In my waiting, I am learning X. Mm -hmm. I am becoming this. Mm -hmm. I'm becoming that. Right. And and really, we can look at First Kings 17. We can look at Elijah and go, okay, so Elijah is at Cherith at this brook and it's drying up and as the brook is drying up and <clears throat> he is in his waiting mm -hmm. then God's like okay now I want you to go to X Zarephath is where he went right. so I'm he's going to travel to Zarephath and he's like and there's a widow there that I have already directed to take care of you mm -hmm. but I think we've all been at Cherith at some point mm -hmm. and we've watched resources mm -hmm. drying up yes right <laughs> no doesn't that just kind of hit close to home right you're like yeah i remember that time right and it just all comes crashing back it's like yeah i was wondering well, how am i going to do this or how is this going to work out right. how and and for me personally it went from how do i provide mm -hmm. to i'm going to trust you god to provide right and, and that was a huge lesson for me and a huge learning experience for me. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I can look at my time and go, yes, I was waiting, mm -hmm. but here's what I learned. Mm -hmm. So here's who I was becoming right. and understanding that, okay, this next transition, mm -hmm. all right, God, mm -hmm. I've experienced this, so I'm going to trust you. And, and Elijah, he went through the same thing because he goes from even being alone mm -hmm. to then interacting with people and right. being in the lives of people mm -hmm. um, and bringing hope to them. The same hope that he experienced at Cherith, at, at, his, um, at his brook that was drying up, right. God's going to take care of him there. Mm -hmm. Well, then God's also going to take care of those who are now close in his sphere of influence. Right. And that's powerful. It is. When you understand and learn that what God is doing in you mm -hmm is so great that others can learn from, mm -hmm. feed off of, mm -hmm. and become mm -hmm. and grow. Right. That's pretty strong. It's very powerful. Mm -hmm. That <clears throat> The waiting can be a very powerful and wonderful journey that you don't realize mm -hmm. until you're past the, that period. Good point. You know, in the, in the midst of the waiting, sometimes it can be very you know, difficult, you know, again, you said the enemy's coming against you, filling you with a lot of ideas and, and mm -hmm. things that aren't of God. So, you know, once you endure that and you're obedient and you, you make it through and you live through that, you look back at that journey and, and, you know, you've told me some stories from your experiences in life. It's like, wow, you know, that's a powerful journey. And not everyone has, you know, been on that journey themselves mm -hmm. yet. Maybe, <laughs> but it's it. but but you know it, it's, yeah. it's those experiences and those journeys that that you know kind of build your your experience and and those sorts of things that, and you have a faith yeah you really build your faith because you That's know right. you know here you are you know mm -hmm. you're clothed you you know um, so God obviously took care of you through those situations now at the time looking back you were probably thinking well. You know, ma'am. You know, was it was the creek going to dry up? Yeah. You know, what what's you know <laughs> right? And it, and you watched as it dried up, but you know, here you are, and you know, we've all gone through these things mm -hmm. to some level, but you know, at the end, it's like, okay, I made it. You know, and it builds your faith. It's like, okay, God's really going to take care of me. Yeah. You know, 
It does. It really builds your trust in him. And, and at the same time, you, he shows you, it's almost like, <laughs> did you ever find the old pictures when you were in kindergarten, first grade? Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> I did. School. <laughs> well, Chad's bringing them in next week, so uh, we're going to get a chance to look at them. Okay. <laughs> but you know those times, and you, and you do. There are right. moments and there are those times in life when you look back and you right. see those pictures. Right. You see where you were. Yep. You see who you were. Right. You know, and you that point's very thankful to where you are. That's right. And who you are today. Because I don't have a mullet, for example. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that would be so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to have one. And look at us now. And look at us. <laughs> the journey. It's all about the journey. It is. It's all about the journey. Oh, my gracious. But how... how how thankful, mm -hmm. you know, that, that we can be. And, and at times too, you know, we're, we're even at a point and, and many people are, and, um, and, and others are just getting on to their journey. Right. You know, we know that. And, and we know, we know that there are people too, that, that are even are, are looking from the outside in mm -hmm. and they're like, I don't even know if I want to be on that journey. Right. It, because it, it, it can be intense. Mm -hmm. At the same time, how rewarding mm -hmm. it is, and and to have a relationship with the Lord that is that close, and mm -hmm. to know that in the midst of our difficulties, or trials, and the battles mm -hmm. that that we face, right. um, that God's there with us mm -hmm. um, to walk us through, so we can look back at our past mm -hmm. and we can go, man, I remember when mm -hmm. X Y Z, right? And just a great point, Chad, that you brought up as far as you know, look where we are now, and look what God has done, and. Um, it's good to rehearse mm -hmm. where we've been. You know, it's one of the things that I, that God put on my heart years ago to to write journals and right. to journal and stuff. And you know, we've talked about that and mm -hmm. um, how um, we're able to actually see, mm -hmm. you know, what we've the thoughts that God's given us right. and, and those type of things too. Um, but but throughout the years, I've journaled, and and one of the things that, that the Lord put on my heart as I was doing it was, you know, that, that I was to learn a lot. There was mm -hmm. a lot that He wanted to teach me, mm -hmm. but at the same time, He wanted um, my kids and others mm -hmm. in my life mm -hmm. at some point in the future to be able to look back and mm -hmm. to read, right, and to see what God had taught me, right, and uh, and there's a lot of notes mm -hmm. in those seasons of waiting, right because you have a lot of questions mm -hmm. and um, a lot of concerns, but to see what God has done and how he's answered those, right. um, it's just it's just powerful. Mm -hmm. Very, very thankful for them. Mm -hmm. Looking at Elijah, how he goes to Zarephath to be with this widow and her son, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> is encouraging to me from this standpoint. Mm -hmm. and, and I briefly mentioned it earlier, but that God entrusts us with more. Mm -hmm. And... And for that to register in our own minds that um, God has created us to impact and to influence mm -hmm. and to, to share with other people the things that we've learned and for other people to watch us learn. Right. That can be hard. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we don't want to be that open, mm -hmm. um, that vulnerable. Right. Um, but it's one of the things that we as people that, that we really learn from. We watch people going through experience, going through difficulties, but um, what they experience and how they move through it, how they work through it. Mm -hmm. um, some, you know, really, really good examples and sometimes not so much, mm -hmm. but um, sometimes the, 
best example is the worst example. <laughs> right. Well, it's a blessing to people, you know, I mean, because we all go through difficulties in our lives. And so, you know, as you watch people that, you know, you know, and respect who are going through situations in their life and things like that, it, it gives you a higher level of respect, you know, and it, and it really, you know, it helps all of us in our faith. And um, when we're going through journeys and, and, you know, we are waiting for, you know, the different, the various things that we wait for as God leads us on our journeys that, you know, it, it grounds us. It it, it kind of you know, you, and and we and we look to each other for you know, you know, we not that we don't talk to God, but we also look at each other like you know, how do they handle that situation or, or or that sort of thing. So when you do it in obedience and when you maintain your faith in in the Lord, you know, other people look at you and and you are an example to them, even in a very difficult time in your life and. Um, you know, I can remember a lot of examples of people I knew who were just, you know, very faithful people, you know, on their journeys and in, in various aspects and looking at them in those situations. And it, to this day, I still think a lot about it. Yeah. You know, you know, so yeah, same here. Yeah. It's just and it, and it and it's just God. It's just another way that God is showing you and teaching you through other people, mm -hmm. you know, so God speaks to us directly. Um, you know, we have you know, the Holy Spirit in us, um, but we also see those physical uh, representations of God in action, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As you were talking about, I was thinking one of the things that came to my mind was the the um, disciples, mm -hmm. you know, right. band of guys, they're they're following Christ um, and, and they're all watching him, but they're also watching each other. Right. Because there's a lot of times, like, for example, <laughs> Peter will stand up or Peter will do whatever. Right. And you know the other disciples are looking at one another going, hey, man, let him roll. Right. We'll see what happens here. Right. And then we know what exactly not to do. Right. <laughs> that kind of thing. Right. But we do. We really, um, but but also at the same time, I understand that, you know, that's what God was building the body of Christ for. Right. You know, we work together. It, mm -hmm. It's a unit. It's not a one person right um we, we're all parts of mm -hmm. the body right. and and get to learn from one another and mm -hmm. um, that accountability um and um partnership right um that um brotherhood or sisterhood you know is um mm -hmm. it's really important it is it, it really is important and um <clears throat> it, it's neat it's neat to be able to to walk together in those things and and mm -hmm. to understand um that God has given us um, tasks to mm -hmm. be responsible for, right? And um, and to for Him that He walks along with us, right, on our journey as well. Mm -hmm. And that's where where um, Elijah was. He he was at Zarephath, and and he meets the the widow, and and she is just actually she's gathering sticks for her last meal for her and her son. They had nothing, and mm -hmm. um, and so they were just gonna. She says, "I'm gonna gather my sticks and go home and bake a few cakes, and then we're gonna die." Right. And uh, Elijah steps in and he's able to to speak into their situation and says, you know, go ahead and make make me a cake first and, um, you know, something to drink. And then from that point on, her flour bin was never empty and her oil was always there. And, you know, they always had what they needed. Yeah. Um, and um, his influence and his impact in their lives in that situation was um was just powerful right. for them and they were able to see god for who he is and then the situation came where her son gets sick and and um her words to, to elijah was you know did you come here 
and you know just prolong the death of my son. Basically, mm -hmm. they she thought they were going to die to begin with, and now he had died. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> so, God just moves through Elijah and raises his son from the her son from the dead, and um, she says, "Certainly you are." Right. Certainly you are a man of God. Mm -hmm. And um, so there are times that even in our waiting, because there was one more step that Elijah was going to take yeah. after that. And so God gave him one-on-one -on -one time. Then he was in a time of influence and all with the widow and her son. But all of these things in preparation to stand before Ahab and then go to Mount Carmel yeah. and defend the Almighty. Mm -hmm. And uh, just it's it's in those times of waiting. I go back to that. It's in those times of waiting that God really is doing something in us. Mm -hmm. um, at times may do something with us, mm -hmm. but he is training us to mm -hmm. become those people for this right. whatever this is elijah was mount carmel right um i have a this mm -hmm. you have a this everyone watching has something that is out in front of us that god is leading us to but through mm -hmm. and it's that time between here and there is that time of preparation mm -hmm. so the waiting is not in vain mm -hmm. yep yeah, and it builds your faith and it makes you stronger. And and the one thing that keeps striking me in this as we're talking is one of the young guys that I work with that don't mention to me in the past about um, experiences. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it, and it relates to what we're talking about because he said, you know, people in his generation really uh, value experiences okay. more than more so than physical things. And it's like now that I, as I think back about it, I've been thinking about that this whole time we've been talking. That's very practical, you know, to this because, you know, this is an experience. I mean, we're talking yeah. about we're bringing the that's Bible, right. we're bringing the Bible to life. Yes, and that's what's so powerful about like you know these conversations that you know like you and Phil have and we're having tonight. We're bringing the Bible to life and showing that these people lived experiences guided by God. You know, God was with them through these experiences, and it's powerful. And mm. and you know so. Um, these stories in the Bible are real people yeah. living through their experience through obedience or not, depending on the case. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right, right? right? But this is a great example. It's true. You know, it is. It, it's one of those things to look at and go, in some form or fashion, we can all relate to Cherith, this mm -hmm. brook that's drying up. Right. You know, we can all we can all relate to to. Um, really looking for God's provision and mm -hmm. needing that provision in some form or fashion. You know, it, it may not be with a widow, a widow and her son, but you know, at some point, you know, we can relate to, to these lives right. that, that God is, is sharing with us. And, and those experiences mean something. Yeah. There's a lot of knowledge I have, but when I sit down and really start talking about my life, what I talk about is my life experiences. Right. And when I see and have seen God show up mm -hmm. in the most unique ways and, and at times the most miraculous ways. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things that my heart can go back to and grab a hold of and go, man, I can trust this and right. I can trust him because not only is it written here, yeah. this promise, but I have lived it. I've experienced it. Right. And um, so it is, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. You know, our experiences with the Lord and what he's teaching us mm -hmm. um, are, are powerful. Right. They really are. Mm-hmm. All right, man. You know what? 
We're out of time. We're out of time? That half hour goes fast. It's amazing, isn't it? Right? It is just absolutely incredible. But, you know, as Chad and I were talking tonight, the one thing that, that again, you know, we just, we were talking beforehand and just want to reiterate that, that being patient isn't not doing anything. Right. It, it really isn't. And that's one of the things, like, like we had said earlier, that the enemy can just really blind you to that you're not doing anything and you start to hear those accusations because you're not doing anything you're not taking care of this you don't have you know you're supposed to supposed to put your hands to things and and that's not necessarily the case because oftentimes what god is doing in our waiting physically is teaching us and training us up spiritually mm-hmm. and he's in that preparing you and that's the word that you use he's preparing us to move into our next mm-hmm. whatever that is right but um, it's really something to understand that that power of patience mm-hmm. and to learn what God would have us learn about who he is and what we need to become during those times. We just really would encourage you to, to take that focus and to look at it spiritually from that point of view. And um, if you get a chance, read First Kings 17 and 18 and really see that in the life of Elijah, that uh, there were times when he had to wait. And in that waiting, it was preparing him for his next. Yeah. So we're going to take off for tonight. Chad, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Phil. We're continuing to pray for you, man. And uh, we are not in our normal studio. We've got some construction that's happening. So uh, we had to kind of move out for a little bit. But uh, we'll be back in our regular studio next week. But um, if you have something that you want us to pray for, reach out to us at fulcrumradio.org. And you can leave us... um, Info at fulcrumradio.org, and you can leave us your prayer requests, and uh, we'll be praying for you. But if you have any questions or anything else, just reach out to us, and we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get back to you. I hope you have a great evening. God bless. Mm-hmm.